0: Welcome back! Hi! We are Two Witches, One one Teapot, Season 2. Holy smoke. Woohoo! Yeah! (laughs) I love it. What are we drinking today, Abby? I made us some ice try. It's hot. It is frickin' blazing here. I was driving here, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs)
1: burning alive in my car! Yeah. But then I had to have the driver's window up because the sun was right on me. I'm like, I'm gonna burn. I'm gonna roast. I did not put on sunscreen today. (laughs) I'm sorry. I need to do that. <laughs> sorry to everyone where that's like a beauty sin.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. I just do my face. I don't have enough coordination to do every, everything I, else. I will try. Normally it's just my face, but sometimes I'll like
1: apply. I will literally just apply it to my left arm just so I don't. Because I always end up with like toasty. I tan really well. Just really toasty left arm, mildly toasty right arm. And I'm just like. <laughs> I what? looked like I turned on my side in a tanning bed. I just went to just the fetal position.
0: <laughs> they came in like, you know, half you have to down.
1: <laughs> is tan and the other half is like, <laughs> like what? Not good. Um, not good. That's for me.
0: So, yeah, anyway, just it's hot. Yeah, yeah, so we're having iced chai.
1: Iced chai. What snacks are
0: we having? Oh, popcorn. And apples and cheese, because I need to go to the store. And this is like the dregs. I was just telling Felix right before I left, I'm like, Felix, when I come back, let's go shopping. He's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's the end of the week.
1: It's the end of the week. We had cooked all our meals. Mm-hmm. I have so much pizza in my fridge. <laughs> Felix works at a pizza place, and oh my mercy. It's awesome, mm-hmm. but not good for me. Right. Damn. How oh, much pizza? It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, fortunately, it's really good quality pizza, so it doesn't, like, re- get gross or anything in the right. fridge. But, boy, boy. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, if you hear tinking of straws, straws or crunching sounds,
0: mm-hmm. Let us be. <laughs> Eat your own stuff. Eat your own snacks. Yeah, anyway. What about yourself? <laughs> Precisely. Oh, my
1: gosh. What is it that we always learn in, like, preschool? Um... Not mine, it's like similar to Mind Your Business, but like... Mind Your Own Beeswax? Something like that.
0: Like if it I doesn't... feel like everybody has a different flavor.
1: Yeah, I can't think of the specific thing I'm thinking of now, but it doesn't matter.
0: Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Mind Your Beeswax!
1: <laughs> it's season two, man, we're happy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Alright, well, we will begin this episode talking about Hollywood horrors. Uh, More specifically, six films, some well-known, some well-not, not. I know... Um that ha had like horrifying things happen while filming, mm-hmm. as well as right after filming. There are some things that are connected to the film that happened after filming. It's oh boy. Trigger warning. This episode contains mention of murder, suicide, fatal and non-fatal injuries, and the mention of supernatural evils such as the devil. <gasps> the big D. Oh the big, the big D. Oh, ew. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes <laughs> um also there may be minor movie spoilers nothing really big oh but like God. minor scenes that will be given away because we'll be talking about those scenes because things happen during those scenes right just, just a heads up if <laughs> you want to skip it skip like 30 minutes into the recording and right. hopefully we'll You'll be find done us. the first movie we'll be talking about is Samuel Fuller's 1968 film Shark oh uh, yeah i've never seen this film Um, it was originally named Kane, which is the name of the main character. Oh, okay. However, the movie was renamed Shark after one of the movie's stuntmen, Jose Marco, was killed when one of the actual sharks used in the movie (gasps) got out of its protective net and killed him.
0: Holy shit! Yes. Dude! Sad. That's fucked.
1: Sad. Man, (laughs) to further add fuel to this fire... The marketing team behind the movie decided to use the footage taken during <gasps> the attack. Yes, the camera was rolling when the attack actually happened. Oh my god. They used images from the footage in the marketing campaign for the movie to make it seem more real and exciting for potential audiences. Holy so sh- they put images taken right before the attack happened. Like, you can see the shark, and then Jose, to like, trying to get <gasps> away. It included images of Jose, Marco, on posters and magazines, spreads to advertise the movie.
0: What it is, family? I would be... Piss. I I don't
1: even know. I have no I'm, idea. The settlement fee would be... Well, <laughs> and there was a mention in one article um where it was talking about Jose Marco and mm-hmm. that he was a stuntman from Mexico, oh. or it mentioned he was like a Mexican stuntman, which I was like, why does that matter? But I think a part of it might be if he was not from the US, I think that they might have had more little, like It leeway. was the 60s, more yeah. you know, leeway in that way, which is really fucked up. Yeah, that is otherwise I don't know why they would have ever mentioned that because it does not matter right
0: but regardless garbage
1: it's it was I read that I'm like I have to include this but I am horrified um I should mention all of my all the six movies that I'm referencing there, I found a lot of other movies that were like mentioned really Mm-hmm. odd and horrifying things that happened some of them i found were like myths or debunked there's one about oh, wizard yeah. of oz that i actually watched a little documentary about it when oh. i was younger mm-hmm. it was a myth so i was oh. like whole documentary there's a problem with the documentary right there um <laughs> so i reconfirmed a lot of these which is okay. why there's only six of them because a lot of them were not real that's um,
0: very Hollywood of them.
1: It's very well, yeah. That's the thing with Hollywood, or the the thing with Hollywood. The <laughs> thing with the Wizard of Oz is that we have reason to believe some of the. And I'll talk about more about what the Wizard of Oz thing was. Cause oh, it was,
0: I think I know what you're talking about. I well. think
1: I told you about it once. Yeah. And I thought it was real because I saw. Freaking, I was young and thought all documentaries are not are like For the sure news. The
0: truth. No, I was wrong. Uh, I was naive. Then. <laughs> I believe the documentaries are telling the truth.
1: (sighs) Oh boy, there's still narratives no matter what. Right. Um. Anyway, yeah. So there's there's reason to believe that that particular coverage of like horrifying things might might have just been kind of like a ploy for the 50th anniversary. Oh wow. Yeah, Yeah. but I'll go into that later. Um, Next movie is Scarface, 1983. Just Mm -hmm. one thing. Tammy Lynn Leppert, a young model and actress who played the blonde girl who distracts Manny in Scarface, it's like one scene, Uh, she disappeared shortly after filming and was never heard of from again. She was 18 at the time. That's so sad. Really sad. So she'd be in her 50s right now.
0: I hope she's okay.
1: Well, we don't know. (laughs) That's (laughs) kind of the point.
0: Sending good vibes? Yeah.
1: She was like taken or something, but she
0: disappeared. That's awful. It was big sad. Big, big, sad. Yeah, big everybody. Sad. Big. Put an F in the chat, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> sorry,
1: Tammy. Um, passion of the Christ, two thousand four. You're kidding. I'm not. During the filming of pa- of the Passion of the Christ, Jim.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. That's what the movie's actually like. Really? <laughs> uh, yes. I can't believe it, the dude. The Christ. I was, I it was just, of... like, that's a lot like.
1: Nope. The Passion of... Nope. The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> you know? The good Lord. I thought it was too many <laughs> words. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Um, so... Okay, we're going There's a lot of actors who have really interesting last names, and I'm really sorry. Um, Jim Cavie... Caviezel. I, like, will do the phonetic spelling and still get it wrong. Um, <laughs> he is the actor who played Jesus, as well as the <laughs> assistant director...
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I will try to be good. (laughs) The actor played (laughs) j And the
1: assistant director, Jan Micanelli, were struck by lightning. Oh, they were not seriously injured. However, according to the producer of the film, there was, quote, smoke coming out of Cavazel's ears.
0: So, sounds like he got... Freaking smote by God! Yeah.
1: Well, also there was a second time where McKinnelly, the assistant director, was struck by lightning while filming. He (laughs) suffered light burns when lightning struck the umbrella he was holding. He was was (laughs) alive, but while filming, I mean, higher powers did not want this film to be made. These people who are making the Passion of the Christ got (laughs) smoted,
0: smited, smited. They got smote. (laughs) <laughs> this that's is not good that's <laughs> funny that is so funny i love that you think it's funny. entertained it is entertaining i mean if no one got like truly seriously injured, it's more just like, like hmm. the fuck <laughs> maybe i mean you know lightning being makes depicted. a second occurrence in a different movie okay i'll say that much. man it's dangerous lightning but i just think it's funny that like I mean, if it were me, and I was a Christian, Mm -hmm. I would probably have issue with them depicting Jesus as a beautiful, Caucasian, blue-eyed man. Oh, boy.
1: So, I... (laughs) Like, the really famous painting, Jesus at 33. (laughs) Have you seen that? (laughs) No. That's the one that hangs right behind the counter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I know. I didn't know it's It's super famous. I've had people come in and say, that's my favorite painting of Jesus. I'm like...
0: Good. What? Good for you? Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry like to burst your bubble. Like, there are this
1: thing, and I think it's just, it's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, this one is for you, Abby. hmm Twilight's on the movie. Oh. Yes. Have you seen the movie? No, but I love the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I know. I just wasn't sure if you had actually seen the movie. So, no. on the day, the final day of shooting the Twilight Zone of the movie, they were <laughs> shooting a, this is actually really sad, they oh. were shooting a Vietnam War battle scene where actor Vic Merrill, age 53, and child actors Renee Shin Chen and Micah Dinley, who were both six and seven, ran from a pursuing helicopter. The helicopter lost control and crashed into three <gasps> actors, killing them. Yeah. But what makes this tragedy especially freaky uh, is that Mauro predicted his own death. Whoa! A year before filming, Mauro took out a $5 million life insurance policy on himself, telling friends and family that he had a premonition something bad was going to happen to him on an upcoming movie. Oh my god. It was also revealed that the movie's concept artist mistakenly drew a burned out helicopter in the middle of a river in his sketches, essentially foreshadowing the accident.
0: Oh, weird. Spooky.
1: Uh, The scene was deleted from the final film, but the overall segment starring Vic Morrow was still included when the film was released in 1983. Hmm. And what kind of tops it in just, like, overall, like, horrifying but kind of shittiness as well is Mm -hmm. that the two children were Vietnamese kids who, there was a big, like, court case and investigation due to the fact that it's not only the death of children, Mm -hmm. but the death of Vietnamese children who were hired illegally.
0: Oh. So it was
1: just a whole so thing. So like they
0: shouldn't have even been there. They
1: shouldn't have even been there. Five, oh, or excuse me, six and
0: seven. That's so tiny. So
1: really sad. I should have lunch and also trigger warning. Really just, there are some, some sad bits. Some are hilarious. Yeah. Some are really sad and that's one of them. So, <laughs> that's yeah. That's showbiz, baby. Twilight's on the movie. <laughs> showbiz, baby. Oh my mercy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, Next movie is Poltergeist, 1982. Nice. <laughs> in the scene where Diane, played by Jo Beth Williams, was in a muddy pool surrounded by skeletons, mm-hmm. um, no one told her that the skeletons were actually real. Oh. The horror she portrays in the scene is authentic. Oh, God. put two, and two together. Bonus fact, the actor Will Sampson performed in, he's also in the movie, performed an exorcism on the set of the sequel what? after hearing about the use of human skeletons in the first film. Oh. So, I think that's just kind of funny.
0: You know, I don't think I'd be very attached to my skeleton. Mm-mm. Bones. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's all we have to say. Continue. <laughs> um, this one
1: you might also really be sad about, especially because I know you like this film Land oh. Before Time, 1988. Why? I'm really sorry. Why would I'm totally going to ruin this? this for you. Judith Eva Barcy is the child actor who voiced the beloved character Ducky in Land <laughs> Before Time. After filming concluded, and just a few months before the movie was released, Judith and her mother Maria were killed in a double murder suicide committed by her father, Yosef Barcy. Oh! What's even more freaky is that she also she had also just acted in a miniseries called Fatal Vision, where she, in the movie, played a child
0: that was murdered by her father. Dude, I watched a like Video I say on this really, dude. Yeah, her life was a little sad. It big sad. She was That's awful. I think,
1: uh, I think she was like ten when she died. Yeah, she yeah. was little. She...
0: <laughs> so yeah, land before time ruined for you. Damn. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I can't watch that without crying already. <laughs> oh, so there you go. Okay, <laughs> uh, your your tears
1: are just further validated. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, now for the Exorcist, yeah. nineteen seventy three. While filming one morning, the set of the home of the two main characters mysteriously burned down. Hmm. However, the bedroom for the main character Reagan was oddly and impossibly untouched.
0: Ooh!
1: Uh, the director William Friedkin said that the fire was likely caused by the fact that the filming took place in an old building where a lot of pigeons were known to fly into. Mm-hmm. Odds are a bird flew into the light box and started the fire. Which, uh-huh. R.I.P. Bird. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Again, with the sorry, sad buddy. deaths, I really
0: can't take it.
1: Them birds, man. They're not real. <laughs>
0: anyway <laughs> the government shut down the exorcist
1: until two months later when it resumed. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, so whatever the cause was, filming was paused for about two months due to the set being destroyed with exception to the bedroom, uh-huh. which probably endured more no more damage than just, like, minor smoke damage, because mm-hmm. the building was, was right? Uh, due to this and other weird things that happened during and around filming, which we will get into, mm-hmm. they did end up bringing in a priest from D.C. named Thomas M. King to bless the set. Holy shit. Uh, more about the exorcist. Over the course of filming, nine people associated with the film died. Whoa. I don't have all of the people or the causes of death. Some of them, I couldn't really find much, like, much backed up information behind, but Mm -mm. I did find a lot of sources, including, um, some, like, film buff magazines and publications that all said, like, nine people. But, uh, two of the actors in the movie, Jack, this guy is, like, an incredible last name, McGowron. Ooh. I've had to practice that all morning. And Vasiliki Maleros- Meliros, I apologize to those families. Um, These two actors died before the film was released. Hmm. As it so happens, both characters also last their lives in the film. Wow. Um, Also, Paul Bateson, and I hate this part. Paul Bateson, an extra who played a radiological technologist in the film, was later convicted of the murder of film critic Addison Verrill. Whoa. In fact, there was some evidence connecting him to the murder of six other men. Whoa. Though the judge in the case decided uh, that evidence was not really enough, he was only convicted of Verrell's murder. So think about him. If we are to believe that he did kill the six other men, that would make him a serial killer. It would. For a sure. serial killer was in the movie The Exorcist. Whoa. And he's just like an extra. He's an extra. He was just like in like the hospital scene. Dang. Yeah. Um. Oh, we're not even done with Exorcist. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, also in the Exorcist. Ellen Burstyn, who played Reagan's mother, Chris Mm -hmm. McNeil, suffered a permanent spinal injury while filming. Yeah. In the film, there was a scene where Chris is thrown across the room by her possessed daughter. Uh They filmed this using a harness. However, in the take that they used in the final edit of the movie, bear in mind they made multiple takes, and it was this take that they decided to use. Right. The harness jerked her violently, forcing her to land on her coccyx. Oh. Which, for listeners who don't know, is the small triangular bone at the base of the spinal column. Mm Mm-hmm. The screaming that can be heard during the scene is bursted, express, expressing genuine pain as the result of the injury she still feels the effects Whoa. of
0: today. Oh. Yeah, that's fucked.
1: That's really fucked. And also the child, uh, the actor who played um, Reagan, mm-hmm. uh, also used a harness in certain parts, and I don't think it was nearly as permanent, but also experienced serious back injury as it related to the harness. Harnesses in the 70s. Clearly, we're not up to code. No way. <laughs> because that's bad. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. And our last movie, The Omen, 1976. Yeah. Uh, again with a Uh Well, The Omen, I told you it was going to come back. I'm just saying, if God smites you,
0: you're doing Amen. something wrong.
1: Gotta listen. Um, well, was it God? This, right. This, this movie questions that. that the big D? Uh-huh. While The Omen was being filmed, there were three independent incidences that involved dangerous encounters with lightning. Hmm. Actor Gregory Peck was flying to shoot the film when his plane was struck by lightning. Oh. Executive producer Mace Newfield's plane was struck by lightning a few weeks later. Whoa. And producer Harvey Bernhard was almost struck by lightning while filming in Rome. Bernhard started wearing a cross to the set, saying decades later that he didn't want to take any trances. Quote, The devil was at work, and he didn't want that film to be made. Holy shit! No one died due to these lightning incidences, but the
0: coincidence is uncanny. Right. Three lightning strikes among, like... In one movie? Yeah. A small... Well, not a small cast, but, like... Not that big. A small amount of people. Significant
1: enough... Not significant enough for this to just be a coincidence. Also,
0: three? That's a pretty important number. Uncanny.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Um, Oh, this one's, like, horrific. Special effects artist John Richardson was in a car crash that decapitated his assistant a year after doing the makeup for the Omen's decapitation scene.
0: Ew. If
1: that's not a thing...
0: I really hate that.
1: I hate that a lot. What's worse is that the... Oh, The crash, <laughs> <laughs> um, the crash also occurred on Friday the 13th. Oh, my and God. And Richardson, who did survive the crash, reportedly noticed, reading a, a, noticed a sign... Nearby to the crash that read, Omen, 66.6 kilometers. (gasps) Omen was the name of the nearby Dutch town. What the fuck? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Dude, that's... Omen,
1: in this case, spelled O M M E N. Still. Still. That's
0: really weird. I I like the guy that, like... He was smart, probably. He was like, the devil's at work? He was not...
1: No. Whatever was at work. Right. He was not God. Holy Um, smoke. Yeah, so... That's a thing. Um, and lastly, Alf
0: Joint, which I, that's unfortunate. <laughs> first off, we are very sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Your, your last name, your first name is Alf, last name is Joint. Yikes. Oh, boy.
0: Alfred Joint. <gasps> Sounds like a part of your body. The Alfred Joint. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of my elbow. <laughs> it's like this little bone right here. <gasps> is that the other name for the
1: humorous? But yes,
0: I love it. I'm not sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Alf Joint was a stuntman who. <laughs> no. Oh
0: boy. okay That again.
1: <laughs> who worked on the. Old- <laughs> oh mercy. Okay. Following his time with the film, he went on to do stunt work for another film called A Bridge Too Far. Mm-hmm. In it, he was seriously injured while filming a routine roof jumping stunt. A while routine. hospitalized, a routine roof jumping stunt. Oh my god! Uh, while hospitalized, he said he felt as if he had been pushed. <gasps> according to Joint, he damn sorry. <laughs> I can't like read it.
0: It's like not even that funny. It's not. <laughs> it's just like huh. <laughs> anyway. Okay. okay. According to the actor, can you imagine? That's what my bones say every morning. <laughs> I feel Like I was injured. According to my joints, me every time you yoga. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Well, he he says. Um. According to the actor, because I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> he, he didn't jump. He was well trained and knew exactly how to fall when jumping to avoid injury. He did not jump. Huh. Instead, he fell awkwardly and suddenly for what seemed like no reason. So it wasn't like he tripped. He didn't slide on a he roof tile. He felt like tile. someone pushed him. He felt he, he just like he suddenly and automated. very, like, weirdly fell. Hmm. Um, and he was seriously injured. I don't think it was permanent, but, like, he's a stunt artist, even right. in the 70s. They knew how to do their jobs. Right. Um, Probably and, especially in the 70s. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Safety equipment was not <gasps> what it used to, What it, what it is currently now. is, yeah. So that's all six films. Huh. Um, because I did mention The Wizard of Oz, I feel like I should talk about that a little bit now. Um, what the long thought to be real myth was that there's this one scene in the movie where, um, Dorothy and I believe it was Tin Man and Scarecrow Mm -hmm. were, uh, skipping down the yellow brick road. Mm -hmm. And prior to this, there were a lot of rumors that came out that the little people featured in the movie were like really crass and harassed, uh, the actress for Dorothy and Mm -hmm. like, were like lifting up her skirts and things, and just like really horrible. And something had happened regarding to um, one of the one of the quote munchkins in the movie, and he was fired. One of the actors, and apparently, like he had this was like this job, his money, his family depended on for. Money oh, and to feed yeah. his kids, and so apparently he commuted, committed suicide on the set. I've heard of this, and you can see the yeah. shadow in this one scene, very far back in the in the set where there's like, uh, it seems like under a tree. There's a little shadow of a person mm-hmm. that also kind of looks like a bird. Right. The truth is, it was a bird. So um, <laughs> whoever did that needs to, to figure something else out. <laughs> honestly. So what happened was apparently they wanted to use some. Uh, they i don't know how they managed this but they got animals like birds and such from the local zoo i think it was in la oh okay to kind of add to the lifeness of the of the scenery right so they wanted to make it more alive and they eventually didn't actually really use any of them yeah which i'm like that's a lot of work yeah. But that shot is of an actual crane that was flying
0: oh.
1: um in later in like the 50th me. In the 50th anniversary of the movie, they did they like took out that shadow and moved it into more appropriate place because of that rumor. Oh. but it's reason to believe that like somebody I don't know if it was affiliated with the movie or not had started that rumor. Oh, to be to be true. Yeah. Um, the last remaining Munchkin to live, he passed away I believe in 2013. Mm-hmm. He was interviewed in, in an interview where they actually asked him about it and they and he said. Fact is, the actors who played the Munchkins were not nearly as crass as, like, they it was often thought out. to be. Yeah. They were, it was really the first time in, in television history that little people were kind of seen and shown around a little bit. Right. Uh, even if it was in like, a, a, a joking manner as, yeah. as the Munchkin character like not kind of a portrays. Yeah, not character. in a serious way. And because of that, some rumors were started because people were really, like, they were assholes and yeah. made out by people who were...
0: That makes who sense. Who looked
1: different and etc yeah. and so forth. So
0: that's, that's really what
1: the truth is. But I figured... I mentioned that earlier, so I might hmm. as well say something about it. But
0: Yeah, I have heard of the rumor, yeah. but I hadn't heard that it's actually
1: not true. I was actually thinking about including it. That's yeah. how I learned that it wasn't real. Because, like, again, freaking documentaries, man. It was, like, not even a full documentary. It was on Netflix. <laughs> uh-huh. I was, like, 14 when I watched it. <laughs> and it was um just, like, strange things... That occurred in everyday life or something. It was like a, oh, yeah. a, a docuseries. Like a yeah, that. yeah. And some of them were true because i had heard it in other places as well from like trusted sources and such.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But obviously, this one was not. And maybe right. they—I don't know if they like in the documentary they alluded it to be. A, apparently, this thing might have happened, or if yeah. it was like a, this thing happened. For sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Either way, slide it.
0: <laughs> trusted you. <laughs> Anyway. Those are spooky. I think the, the Omen and The Exorcist I've heard the most about, mm-hmm. um, Shark, was definitely my least favorite one of those six, <sighs> where, like, for one thing... Poor Jose. Yeah, poor Jose. He deserved better Just than that. like a... Sh- what? Mm-hmm. So I've heard that sharks don't tend to be aggressive, so you gotta wonder, like... What happened? Yeah, like, why were you feeding said shark? Was he really hungry? Well, was, they were currently filming, Yeah. So, like, I feel like sharks...
1: They definitely weren't trying to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> i will so, so. be honest. I did not realize what I was saying until I actually said it. So, no apologies to, I just to Mr. Marcos' family.
0: I just have heard that they're not terribly... Mm-mm. Like, shark attacks are really uncommon. You have to, like... Instigate,
1: mm-hmm. almost. Sharks are not... Shark week is a thing that exists for a reason, man. Yeah.
0: Jaws did them dirty. It did. Yeah, I've heard of accidents on that set as well, but more because like the mechanical shirt was mm-hmm. freaking shitty.
1: Oh yeah, and people actually like legit got hurt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then I've also heard. I was I was curious if you bring up Jaws. Hmm. Um, there is a scene with an extra that nobody knows who she is. She's not on the cast list, and everybody there was like an extra, and they were getting mm-hmm. paid. And she, I mean, I've heard. Mm. she looks a lot like a woman that went missing in L.A. around that time. Holy and so some crap. people think that that's, like, the last time that she was seen. She, like, what's just snuck on set or something? Yeah, that's what people think. Damn. But, yeah, she just is, like, milling around in an extra scene. But I don't God. know. It's been a long time since I watched that video. I don't know how true it is.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't know why that... On all the research I did, Jaws never once came up. Hmm. But...
0: That's freaky as fuck! Yeah, it is kind of scary. What's with women and disappearing, man. Um, What the heck? What the fuck? That's fuck. off! Yeah. I guess that ties into our discussion, at least somewhat well. Lead the way! So, I had a couple of videos pick up on my feed, and I managed to watch most of them today that I wanted to get done. Mm -hmm. And they are all about the ethics slash the community that surrounds true crime and especially on youtube and netflix are the two that people take the most issue with like Mm -hmm. um podcasts do tend to fall in that range but less so because there's a lot of more problematic things that can happen whenever you add in like a visual aspect i Mm -hmm. guess Mm -hmm. but essentially most of the arguments that i found kind of split into like two different fields where one was like very clearly problematic. Like people have always loved, people just generally have morbid curiosity, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: you're always just going to have some of that, and like the romanticization of. Oh, that's romanticize. Romanticization. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's right. Of like serial right killers, I know. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, or, you know, mm-hmm. like talking about it on Tumblr, and you kind of get into this weird bubble of people. People are are weird. Yeah, like, you're still figuring stuff out. I can see how being at an awkward age and being exposed to that kind of Yeah. As a witch,
1: people are freaking weird. It
0: is weird! (laughs) Um, but then I found a lot of the arguments surrounded the more nuanced question of, is it raising awareness or is it exploitative to, Mm. like, where do you draw that line? Where if are you providing resources? Mm-hmm. Are you asking the family? Mm-hmm. Um, like it's not something that the victim can necessarily consent to, <laughs> right? No, yeah, because <laughs> for obvious reasons, right? Um, so you have to deal with that issue and hope mm-hmm. just like <laughs> hope that they will be okay with it if you believe in that, yeah. Um, and then portraying the like, killers or kidnappers, mm. you know, the people that do the violent crime. I feel like Netflix does that a lot, where you, pro- you portray them, like, um, I don't want to say romantically, but related... Re- Relatable.
1: Yeah, relatably,
0: yeah. Yeah, because it's like, on one hand, I want them to
1: be portrayed as people because they're right. people. Right, right, and I feel like... they're people who really... Who did something really bad. Yeah. And people who did something really bad, while they are people, they did something really bad. yeah. And just saying, like... They did this, but all oh, the humanity, this is why they became the way they are. <laughs> and, like, talking yeah. about their victims for one episode, and, like, yeah. the rest of it being the making of a killer. I know. Like,
0: like that bothers you me. You should give...
1: Yes, we should definitely talk about how did, like, this killer become the way they are, because yeah. it's, like, research in criminology has come to find that individuals who, who are rapists or pedophiliacs, like, a lot of times, they're... They become that because that same thing happened to them as children. Yeah. That's actually not uncommon. Yeah. That being said, you should recognize that for the really bad trend as it is because it's not just affecting that one person. It's affecting right. a majority. Not, oh boy, a <laughs> lot of people. Yeah. Um, Majority. God <laughs> oh, God. Um, but at the same time, the people that they're hurting still deserve to be shown yeah. or given, like, light to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be all about. I mean, I feel like it's easy to get wrapped up in the background of the killer, because you're so curious how Mm -hmm. someone does that and thinks that that, like, is, like, can justify it in their mind. The morbid curiosity is real. I know, I know. Um, But it definitely is a little on the more dangerous Mm -hmm. side in terms of trying to report on it and be accurate. And not, Mm. like, it's it's hard because you want people to understand. Like, I feel like it's a really good opportunity to talk about like, systematic issues, like, this person didn't get help when they needed it, mm-hmm. and then they went out and killed, and then mm-hmm. they got put in jail, and then nothing happened, and they got out again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so if, I, I feel like there's such a good opportunity within the community and within the way that true crime is mm-hmm. so popular right now uh-huh. to try and push for change, but, like, people don't. <laughs> they just don't. Either they don't care, or, like, it doesn't occur to them that perhaps if said... Person perpetrator had gotten help, then Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. Right, but they never had the opportunity to be anything else. Yeah, yeah. And then you come down to like the other opposite side of the issue, where there are lots of people with insert mental illness here Mm -hmm. that face the same challenge. Like they can't get access, but they don't go out and kill people. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah. Um, So a lot of it, it, it's like there's no perfect medium. Mm -hmm. Whenever talking about a lot of things that come up with this issue, Mm -hmm. it's because it's a lot of individual stuff that you're putting right alongside of like statistical population kind of things. It's a huge bummer. Yeah, like we can't figure out how to walk the middle line just right. Right, because it's just like, I mean, we've even talked about like
1: cases here and such. Um, and obviously we've tried to do so with like respect to the victims as yeah. well as to say like the killer's family because...
0: Right. You know, I'm sure that's so hard.
1: Yeah. family member... <laughs> family member <laughs> <laughs> familial member. <laughs> members, um, and other such individuals are victims in their own right. Right. Especially because like I can't even imagine what family members and such would go through when... If they like, I didn't know. Yeah. If like, my husband's it's, a serial killer, and yeah. I never figured it out, right. or something like that. But at the same time, it's just like, are we perpetu- perpetuating the problem even by talking about it, right? In a non-academic, non-researcher or criminal justice base,
0: right? Yeah. Sticky. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a very sticky issue, which is why I found. There were definitely parts of those videos where, like, I kind of felt my skin crawl. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, oh, like, I'm the problem here. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, I know. Definitely, when I was minoring in criminal justice, in the beginning of, like, every semester for new classes, my professor would ask, why are people, like, taking this class? Yeah, why are you here? Why are you here? And so many, oh my god, so many times a lot of people are like, I really enjoyed true crime podcasts. So, like, over half of my class members, oh my it was God. like, true crime, true crime. And I'm like, what is this? What's going like, on? oh my gosh. Or, like, a lot of them, even the ones who weren't doing that it, because of this fascination, which is, I don't want to say is it an invalid fascination, because mm-hmm. as human beings, we do have this oh, weird. weird fascination with, like, the grotesque and the macabre. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, there were people who were like, oh, I'm really interested in, like, how the brains of, like, psychopaths work and mm-hmm. serial killers. And I'm like, A, that's really niche. B, that's FBI-level stuff. and right. if, or This is a minor for a bachelor's degree. Like neuroscience. Exactly. <laughs> or, like, Back forensic kill, psychology and yeah. things like that. Um Oh, my gosh. He's just tucked into
0: the corner. Oh, my God. Corner, man. Have you ever seen him do that yet? Like, no, that's new. You did just move here, so right. I don't know why I'm He's figuring that. out all the spots. Morris
1: is being super cute in Abby's new apartment he is so cute um anyway yeah so it's just like kind of upsetting yeah big time like for me the reason I was taking it was or like was minoring in it is because criminal justice on a societal level is really interesting to me and like Mm -hmm. the patterns in which that people like become criminals what impacts their lives that is what I was studying it for and I'm Really glad I did it because I really enjoyed that minor, even though yeah. I will never use it in my lifetime. <laughs> totally worth it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That being said, it was just like I appreciate. I have no. I have no qualms with the fact that like it's so trendy, and yeah. I don't have a problem with the fact that people really enjoy it so much. I think it's more just like concerning a little when yeah people are participating in what can be such a dangerous
0: topic. Yeah. So. And like causing harm to victim yeah. families or like perpetuating stigma surrounding whatever yeah being a single yeah. mom or being having schizophrenia
1: oh my god being gosh. a psychopath yeah like <laughs> schizophrenia was so shit on for such a long time yeah. and still in very many ways it is because of individuals who committed crime who had schizophrenia and like the schizo- their schizophrenic tendencies re- contributed to their committing crimes but also it's like um dissociative identity disorder right. and things like the movie split yeah, which albeit it was a very good movie, it was good. I enjoyed that a lot. That being said, though, it, it was still like it didn't do individuals in the dissociative identity disorder community, yeah, any favors definitely because it definitely wasn't the most accurate representation. Yeah. Um, which by the way, I highly suggest looking up individuals with DID on TikTok and like following them. They are the yeah. most interesting, also like entertaining, as in like family friendly, like them just living their lives. Right. But also, you learn a lot. And, like, learn how to talk about individuals in this community that you're not a part of. Right. I don't have DID. (laughs) But I know not how to, like, reference individuals saying, like, they're no longer multiple personalities disorder. Right. It's a much more... Complex. Complex thing than that. And it's also kinder. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, like, like, yeah, portrayals. Exactly. So,
0: yeah. The whole makeup thing, though, that... Don't I can't unsee it now? It like seriously bums me out because I'm like, oh, I just love that. I was telling Dorina we were chatting about it so we could kind of have like our points down before, and I was like, I just like the way that Bailey Syrian kind of discusses her true crime mm-hmm. on like her a conversational Makeup Mondays. <laughs> like even that title is like thinking like, oh, <laughs> um, but, yes. but for me, it's just the way that she talks is like very comforting and it's a it's a, a subject that I'm really interested in and I like hearing about it um, for like multiple reasons, I guess. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it just comes to the point where you're like, man, do I really have to sacrifice that? Because like, I don't, she didn't ask for the family's consent and the way that she talks about it, some people would probably classify as being like a little disrespectful because sometimes, and she's really good about she does like dis- um, disclaimers at the beginning, mm-hmm. and whenever she laughs, she's like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because, like, it's uncomfortable, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, so, I there are some things that I think she does right, but within creating that mm-hmm. whole genre essentially mm-hmm. and making it super popular and jumping on it like, right at the perfect time, mm-hmm. um, definitely if if I was to put myself in, like, the victim's family's shoes, like, that would be really hurtful.
1: 100%. At that point, it's kind of like, where can I get away from this? Especially if you're, like, back to the family, like, well, I didn't know my husband was a serial killer, and now we're talking about it, like, all day long. Yeah. But at the same time, it's important to remember, like, on the family's behalf of just, like, you can't control what people do or whatever. Right,
0: no, yeah. So there's that
1: other part. Yeah, because, like, imagine... YouTubers like her uh-huh. get all their content from, like, news reporting research. Right. So
0: this information
1: is already made available to the
0: public. Right. That's true. So there's it's that. It's just, like, the publicization makes things tricky. Yeah. But, yeah, I could see, yeah, I think there's just a degree of, like, you can't sacrifice everything for the individual.
1: Yeah. And I'm, like,
0: I don't disagree
1: that it can be harmful. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> I think it's it's about the balance of just, yeah. like, if, because it seems like from what you're telling me, I don't think, I think I've only watched one of her videos with yeah. you once. But it seems like she approaches it in a way that is respectful, talks about, like, the factual elements of the crime. Yeah. And even when she does kind of maybe, if she, does she discuss her, theory, like, theories of her own or anything? At the end.
0: If it's, like, unsolved or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think usually she does, like, a little thoughts if mm-hmm. it's unsolved. But it's not, but it's in a way that's, like, She's, no, she's, I wouldn't say that she's necessarily exploitative, which is okay. why I I guess I kind of took, like, a little bit of issue that she yeah. kept on coming up. Mm-hmm. I think the main problem that people had was, like, the way that she does her makeup and talks about it at the same time. Oh. And, like, and then her, like, manner and demeanor whenever she's talking about it is, like, very conversational. Like, yeah. a little, like, gossip. Some people just exist that way. I know, it's true. <laughs> like, I don't think she could be really that serious, just personality-wise. Yeah. So I could definitely see it on like a, you're expecting like, like a politico preference. kind
1: of podcast right ambiance. Then don't ab- don't absorb her content right. That's kind of it's people not. absorb it because you were mentioning this like yeah you like the conversational aspect. Yeah. it's comforting. Yeah, it is. And on one hand, one could argue like oh well, such a severe topic where people got hurt doesn't deserve to be comforting. Yes, I agree with that. But at the same time, it's just like. Yeah. I don't think it would really help if everybody on the planet who was doing this right. would just sit there, like, in a really Stone serious, cold. dramatized manner. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, in my opinion, that's more. Yeah. <laughs> ID Channel has got some problems. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, and I've, I've thought about that before. i just like, the whole, for ID Channel, just, mm-hmm. who would have thought that this was the last day she'd lived? That's yeah. really disrespectful, that's in my fucked. opinion. That's fucked yeah. up. Like... Stop that! Yeah, you don't need Fact to say it like she, that. D- we know she, this person in this crime that you're depicting died. Like right. it's, You don't no have to rub it in her, her face. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's true. Well, as opposed to, like, simply narrating, which yeah. it seems like this YouTuber does a lot Yeah, I would say so. I think, as long as she's not committing harm, if she's being disrespectful, even if when she's giving her own theories, yeah. she's going based on actual factual evidence and not right. jumping to conclusions or using or abusing stereotypes, I think- it's okay you know yeah. and also not harassing you know family members or right. something like if she's not going up to them saying tell me your own question like being a yeah. c- citizen or journalist, even whatever. being like you're a bad mom like right <laughs> like, like, like not some shaming people... someone yeah. who was
0: like you gave it's birth of... to
1: a serial killer yeah you're a shitty person out of your control exactly that's a whole individual that's a whole other kind of worms. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as long as she's not doing that i it's not i so see bad. The, what what could be the problem and I feel like there are youtubers that are problematic in that way yeah but I feel like her specifically I'm I'm less inclined to see as problematic and more of just like participating in the yeah true crime world I think my biggest my bigger issue with true crime are like internet sleuths oh yeah I've got such a qualm with them (laughs) they're the worst they're the worst there have been crimes more recently that have actually been solved with internet sleuths, but i think that because of that it's kind of just like given more yeah yeah there's this one guy on tiktok his name is pete oh his he's famous because he is the only um quote-unquote normally sized person in his family of little people oh his mom and all his siblings and his dad Mm -hmm. are all um, little people and so that's kind of i think that what contributed to his, his his gain and his following. Mm-hmm. And i follow followed him for a long time because him and his mom make really entertaining Aww. content where they're kind of just like, they show like how to appropriately and normally have, interact with little people if you've never yeah. interacted with a little person before. Right. But also kind of doing fun, cu- cute like mom yeah. and son stuff with her being short and him being not. Right. He's a very tall dude. He's like six foot something. That's it's kind of funny. Um, it, Right, like that's to their value, like, entertainment, not to their value, oh my mercy, to their entertainment value. Mm-hmm. But he lives across the street from the, oh, what's the hotel? Cecil? Cecil. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing recently, like, have you seen, like, the POV videos of, like, oh, yeah. Point of View, if you were in this conversation? Yeah. Well, Point of, like, he's been doing POV videos about the murder or the the girl who died, Elisa Lam. Yeah, and like, how,
0: what was how did she die again? It was she drowned in the water tank on top of because the, she had people. Well, she was taking medication. Oh, bipolar. Yeah, bipolar. I was like, isn't that schizophrenia? Mm-mm. Yeah, she was taking medication, mm-hmm. and some people. She was on like a tour of the mm-hmm. U.S. Mm-hmm. and like. She didn't have anyone with her, but we don't think she was taking her medication.
1: Yeah, and that's what it was believed, because they didn't find it in her system. Yeah, exactly. But he was doing some POV stuff about that, mm-hmm. and I just, like, got really uncomfortable. I'm like, dude, okay, first off, we know how she died. Right. And he was, like, go, like trying to retell it, POVs, where see- he was talking, like, he was like, POV, you saw a girl climbing up there, and you're telling the police. I'm like, that's that's so really kind of gross. One, yeah. Like, you're putting yourself in there, and that's Ooh. a whole other can of worms, especially because we also, it's a mental health conversation. Right, yeah. I'm like, now I feel like you're just kind of profiting off of someone's death. Yeah. As opposed to, yes, I would say that the YouTuber you were talking about Mm -hmm. is profiting off of a crime that happened. Yeah. But not really in a harmful way. Yeah, Like, you all gotta make a living.
0: That's true. I feel like that's
1: a very... Valid. There are much more harmful careers there, just saying, right now, that people do
0: and are not shamed for. That's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but that's true. Yeah, so... There's a couple ways you can go about it. And, like, if you make money, it's not to your detriment.
1: Yeah. It's like when people say, like, I've heard people comment that, like, witches who... who, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, shouldn't make money off of their spells or something. I'm like, fuck that shit. (laughs) Money is a form of energy. You're exchanging your time, which is a form of energy, with money, which is a form of energy. Right.
0: Well, Get like, with the program. People gotta make money. Yeah, everything, I feel like, especially in witchcraft, like, everything has a cost. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that cost is out of your wallet, thank mm-hmm. you, like, I don't we see didn't why that's this. an issue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Like,
1: back off. And I think it's kind of a similar thing, like, it's important for stories like this to be told in some capacity yeah. because it's like, we're not only talking about the people so long as you do it correctly. Right. You're not just talking about the people who commit the crime, you're talking about the people who got harmed. Right. And, like, the things that happened that resulted in that person being harmed. And I feel like it could be really potentially helpful. Exactly. And, yeah, people who... Boy, need therapy. I'm, <laughs> like,
0: super obsessed with the killers themselves. Like, yeah. Even breaking down why, as a 16-year-old, you would, like, decide that Ted Bundy is your soulmate is, like, a really interesting conversation. Like, Yeah. Why... Are you drawn to that personality? Do you feel like people don't respect you, or that mm-hmm. you having a partner that is "quote unquote" powerful?
1: I was makes gonna say you? a power
0: dynamic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, even take like using that as an opportunity to step back and be like, well, let's talk like, about the mental yeah, health problems that align Yeah Why do you think here. you need a person like that? Yeah. What's happening
1: in your life? Like, if the person, because it's yeah. not been unknown for individuals who maybe are the victims of abusive like relationships, yeah. to repeatedly throughout their lives gravitate to partners who are more domestically aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah. And and very, like, take charge and not always a very healthy or uh, more in toxic ways. Yeah. That's been known to happen, and so it's kind of like, this opens up that conversation of, like, this is what we should expect from our partners. Yeah. So by talking about the harm that's been done to women already, we can open up the conversation of, like, hey... Being hit by your partner's not okay. Yeah, X, Y, and Z,
0: or insert whatever style crime abuse. happened exactly. Yeah,
1: and so I think it does open up those conversations. You know, Elisa Lamb, if if her bipolarism did have an effect, I don't know if that's the correct term, bipolarism, but
0: if her bipolar disorder di- disorder diagnosis yeah
1: did contribute to her death, and the fact that she wasn't taking medications well. This can open up the conversation to don't shame people for taking medications for yeah. their health care. Yeah. Things like that. And so this could actually be really helpful and progressive. Yeah. Also, let's not forget that people fictionalize crime. It's true. There are crime shows galore. And it's a huge movie industry. And no one's <laughs> talking about that being
0: a problem. It's true. Or even, like, misrepresenting. I, I can yeah. think... Let's see. I just watched... A few of the criminal minds. Uh-huh. And definitely there were some in there where I was like, Oh, this was right during a different time. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, like that's again, true. split. Yeah. Really good movie.
1: Wasn't the greatest in terms of actually representing. realistically representing
0: yeah. D.I.D.
1: Things like that. So it's like, well, if we're okay with that, why, why would we not be not okay with a woman doing makeup while she's talking about a factual case, stating only the facts. Right. And then adding Her perspective on what may have happened based on the facts. Right. Like, as a person with a brain. And let me tell you, some of those crime shows are, like, beyond over... Again, ID Channel. (laughs) Beyond over-dramatized. Yeah. ID Channel is supposed to be factual. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I enjoy the ID Channel. I don't freaking know. (laughs) That being said, it's just, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. The the one thing I really, really appreciate about the true crime community is Mm -hmm. that it's, like, Seriously, women based, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Like it's not often you can come across an industry. One of the videos that I watched said that the number was something like seventy percent of the community is female, which is so cool. It's so cool.
1: It's a little scary, yeah, just because a lot of the victims <laughs> like, and a lot of these crimes are also women. Which right. I wonder if that contributes to that. I'm sure. I'm just like wanting to make sure you're safe. That. There's or another like pro learning. of just, like,
0: learning how to be safe. Yeah. Learning what the dangers are that are realistic. Or, like, signs of being followed, being stalked, like, mm-hmm. learning who to go to if the police don't believe you. What happens, like, mm-hmm. if you, like, you'll hear cases of, like,
1: someone being stalked, so what did, What were the next steps? Right. They went to the police, got a restraining order, it didn't work, so what do you do next? So right. Actually kind of educating yourself a little bit more on the criminal justice system, too. Yeah. Which... We all should do. Right, true. Just become aware of our rights and things like that, but I'm not going to go down that (laughs) rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But things like that. So I think it's really not as horrible Mm -hmm. as it could seem, so long as you're doing it right. I think that's like the moral of the story. You can do it. Just be respectful and stick with the facts. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) mercy. That's
0: funny. Or like save your thoughts to the end. Right. So that people that aren't interested can... I mean, it's not like you're obligated to sit there. Exactly. Um, ever. Yeah. And, like, mention that your thoughts are your thoughts and not yeah, actually elements yeah, really of are. the case. Just a person this happened. with a brain. <laughs> yeah, it must be the only way when, like, the civilian <laughs> right.
1: ways that a crime could happen.
0: Right, right. Yeah, the other, the issue that I took with the, um, the videos that I watched, too, is mm. that, like, there was one that was really good, mm. and I just loved her. I think it was Ada Talks or something adorable. Sure. Um, But there was one that I literally could not sit the whole way through because it was 40 minutes, oh, and God. there was an ad every single five minutes. And, like, he picks. Are you not been doing the same thing? I know. That's what bothered me. <laughs> so then I had to sit there and be like, am I, am I the asshole here? Or is there... he kind of profiting off of the profiting of true crime while being like, like looking down on other people. He's profiting
1: like, off of shaming other people.
0: Yeah, that bothered me. So yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing, and Good. I I like checked too. I like paused and was like, okay, fourteen <sighs> minutes, and then nineteen Pardon minutes me, later, that was my drink. <laughs> 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 got to the end, <laughs> and then five minutes later he had another ad, and I had to pause and be like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, that's obnoxious, and yeah. like. So hypocritical. I agree. What the heck? And also, no one asked for your opinion. Also, yeah, I did not. No. It just showed up on my feed, and I was like, oh, I hope I'm not <laughs> doing anything wrong. Right. Well, you want to make sure, like, I want to be a good person. Yeah. Like, and we are we are, participate in a community that I like a lot. Yeah. We like a very safe and progressive, helpful so like as people way. with privilege, it's yeah. our responsibility to be checking if we're doing this harm. Yeah. In any like whether
1: it's racially, ethically, yeah, what you're consuming, yeah. in terms of entertainment, yeah, especially so, yeah,
0: in a way that attributes to some people making a lot of money.
1: <laughs> exactly, and like I will, we support someone who does their job ethically and sticks to the facts. Yeah. I say that the chick with the makeup can just keep doing her job as long as she's doing it right. Like, right. Uh, yeah. The other dude can go suck the dick I don't have. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's my response. Yeah,
0: he kind of pissed me off.
1: I, I'm i hearing this and I, I, he pissed me off too And I yeah. didn't I watched his video. He's not getting my money. Yeah. Your
0: mon- that's, monetized that's content. What, exactly. I was like, this is fucked. <laughs> like, just handing over my money. What were the, did he ever... Talk about any
1: other, or really any of the videos on this topic that, that you watched, talk about any other YouTubers
0: that were kind of harmful in that way, or was it just her? Mm, I'm trying to remember. There were two other that he brought up. Mm. I have an apple in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there were two other YouTubers that he brought up, and I don't remember their names off no the top of my head, because I have watched them before, but I don't watch them as consistently. There's a reason. Yeah. I mean, the production value That's for it. Bailey Siren is so good. Like her videos are beautiful. Like she obviously a her job. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, whereas the other two are like more traditional story times, where they're like sitting on your bed, just kind of chatting. Which is fair. Um, yeah. No. Um, but they one of them did makeup, and then some like regular, and then one did only regular. Mm. Um. And then there was the really good one that I watched. I think, like I said, like Ada speaks or something. Yeah. Um. And I really liked her video because she she brought up a lot of the points that I've been using where, like, this is a fantastic opportunity to talk about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, I just want to hear what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was really awesome. But um, she called out... Oh, my gosh. I can picture her face, but not her name. Mm. But she... Is uh, a true crime YouTuber, and she's been a true crime YouTuber for ages. She's mm. actually married to the guy that does Lights Out. Oh, got you. And wow. they were like a freaking true crime power couple. Yeah, no kidding. Um, But she often asks for the consent of families, which a lot of YouTubers don't do. Right. And says, like, do you mind? Is there anything you want me to say? Mm-hmm. Like, would you like to put in your own word? And, um... At the end of her video, she always links and requests um, support for a fund that, like, helps stop human trafficking. I love that. I know. She's so cool. I don't know why I can't remember her no name. No worries. Yeah, but I get um, what you mean, like, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then she has, like, a little... I guess, like, an insert, maybe, like, a forum or an email Mm -hmm. where she says, if you have a family member that was involved in, like, a tragic incident and you would like me to talk about them, Mm -hmm. put them here. Yeah. And, like, tell me what happened and how I can help. Yeah. So she is so cool. So I felt like her call-out was especially, like, the perfect example Mm -hmm. of how you can be helpful and start dialogue that, like, makes people more safe and Mm -hmm. more aware and doesn't (laughs) – you know, glorify the wrong things. Yeah. Like I know there was one instance that the guy that I was watching brought up where he pointed out a really, really clear case where um, there was a case that Netflix had also covered and done Mm. the exact same thing where I believe it was the woman um, who killed her boyfriend Mm -hmm. had been in like a really long-term relationship and supported him. Mm-hmm. And then strangled him to death whenever he decided he wanted out after years wow. of her commitment. And so then, like looking at it from that, it's a very, very easy way to frame her as sympathetic mm-hmm. because, like, as a woman, like <laughs> we've all been in moments where you had to support your partner, and if sometimes if the support it's was not reciprocated, easy. yeah, it's you're gonna frustrating. get frustrated, yeah, yeah. So she and the Netflix documentary both made her sympathetic, and the family was livid. Yeah, so yeah. mad. I mean, shit. I a
1: lot of that, that's pointing to like so many mental health issues. I know. That I can think about of like her. And talks about like entitlement and things yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Well, and even like the fact that we're having this conversation of like, right. what does this mean is a really good thing.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, Further kind of calling people out, yes, but also recognizing, like, maybe people who, it's not as easy to just say, you're doing this wrong and you're doing this right. It's like, it's a very fine line, Mm -hmm. but by opening up the dialogue of just, like, how can we approach these things that just, they happen. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not people are making videos about them, they happen. Right. And if we talk about the things that happen, A, people likely can be safer. Right um women (laughs) right the 70
0: percent of the population
1: just really the non-cis men right sorry guys um but also you know dudes get raped things happen to dudes too right that's real yeah and just like having these conversations of like how can we as individual people be safer against Mm -hmm. incidences of being taken advantage of being physically mentally emotionally hurt right financially hurt that's a thing like yeah by talking about it you're setting people up to learn and and figure out how what steps they can take. Because whenever I'm watching a, a true crime thing, yeah. I'm like, well, what would I have
0: done? Right. You put yourself in the, the victim's place because that's where you want to insert you, yourself. Yeah, that's, that's you relate naturally, need to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, human nature right there. Yeah, just bonding.
1: And there are going to be people who, you know, 16-year-olds who are obsessed with Ted Bundy. Yeah. They exist, but, like, it's kind of the thing of, if just because a small group of people are kind of taking advantage of this thing does not mean that this resource that can actually potentially be helpful yeah. should just be restricted simply because three people
0: on YouTube don't like the way that they're doing it. Right, true. And yeah. it, it wasn't like a lot of people too.
1: Yeah, and it's a good thing to talk about though. Yeah,
0: I still appreciate even that asshole
1: <laughs> uh, with the five-minute ad, whatever's <laughs> so excessive, oh,
0: so excessive.
1: Even with all of that, he's making a lot of money off. I know. I was like, it's forty a minutes. Minute? Jesus. Anyway, (laughs) even him, like, he's still kind of doing a service in just the fact that, like, opening up the dialogue of, we need to be careful. Yeah. Because even if there are benefits to absorbing true crime content, like opening up these discussions, there are harms, too, in terms of not doing it correctly. Yeah. So, I think it's just, like, a billion-sided coin.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's true. There are really,
1: like, as with everything else on the planet and in humanity to exist, there are many... It's not Besides like it's the too story and too faceted. No, and no there are good things, white. bad things about it. But... Yeah. Eh.
0: <laughs> Enjoy your Bailey Sarian.
1: Enjoy your Bailey Sarian. I'm going to start watching it on Mondays because that sounds wonderful. great. I have Mondays she off. Just, like, I cats. clean on Mondays. That's her a good cleaning kind of content. I like yeah. to stuff out in the background while I'm cleaning. Yeah,
0: oh my god, me too. Or like planting. Yeah. Hey, nice. Anyway. Yeah, that was a good topic.
1: I like that. Yeah, yeah that makes me think l- a little bit more, which is good.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's thinking is good. Yeah, thinking is good. That's, that's the, what I liked about the the video that Ada made. Is like uh, the, at the end, she's like, "Just let me like let's talk." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what i love. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love you so oh. much. Um, on that note, yeah, email us. Let's yeah, talk. Let's talk. Two widgets, any, one typad at yeah. gmail Any thoughts or feelings? Uh, yeah. Ooh, anything you want us to talk about? Because I. Hey, man, think of these topics are hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of brain power. It's a lot of brain power. I'm just like...
1: (laughs) Especially, I feel like it's the discussion topics I have a harder time thinking about rather than the research.
0: I struggle with the research topics.
1: A lot of the ones you send me on TikTok (laughs) of, like, those videos, I'm like, Ooh, we can talk about that. We can research that. That's true. Oh, that one? There are so many (laughs) spoopy things out there. It's true. Um, Yeah. Although, I will say, this was a last-minute decision to talk about Hollywood horror stuff because I was like... What do I actually
0: want to talk about this week, though? Right. This just worked out. Nice. Yeah. That was a good combo. I appreciate that. Wombo combo. Woo. <laughs> well, start off to season two. Yeah. Woot hoot. Woot moot, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> we are Two Witches 25. Thanks for listening, y'all. No, we'll see you see next y- time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.